Yo, it's the Stupidly Small Podcast, Wednesday, 27th of January, 2016. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart. Good to be back. Good to be back post. Uh, uh, big, biggest day of the year if you're a sausage retailer. And uh, did your day... That's another thing about Australia Day. Honestly. Hang on, didn't we put this to bed yesterday? <sighs> well, why? Why are we? Why is it this meat-eating virility nonsense? Well, like, it's, oh, it's we've just all marketing. got to have a lamb. No, you know, well, like, it's just marketing. It's and repulsive. Anyway, how are you? Good. You've got to hit your wagon <laughs> to something. If you've got a product, you've got to sell it. And what better way to sell it than to try and tap into some national sort of pride and identity and give someone a reason to maybe eat more meat than they ordinarily would because it's this day. Yeah. Well, same. What about the crayfishes? You know, poor old Christmas crayfish gets a bit of a bashing. What do you mean? Ah, well, you uh, don't, haven't heard the whole seafood at Christmas thing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I paid a hundred and something dollars yep. per crayfish this ah, uh, Christmas, and right. they were little babies. Right. Mm, they saw Stuart coming. And <laughs> can I say one thing about seafood there, Lauren Clark? Yes, was on do. Monday night, I think it was. Believe it or not, I was sitting there freelancing away in front of the television. Another, another, <laughs> another great euphemism. <laughs> yeah, well, I was freelancing in front of the TV. I was freelancing for the really, time. yeah, or right out in the open like that. So, yep. what um, was the other one that we had? Playing the violin, no, writing no, no. a novel, writing a novel, uh, writing a novel, uh, which means to go to the to, toilet. To, yeah, you know, you can't say I'm off to the toilet in America. You say I'm off to the bathroom. No, no, I lived in America. Boston. Now, yes. Was that you like my Bostonian accent? Yeah. Actually, that's for our what's in what's in our. Oh, very good. We'll today. do that in a minute. Yeah. Um, no, because I was freelancing in front of the telly, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, that's to their own. Yes. There is a program here in this country. You don't have uh, a normal person's TV, but on normal person's I don't have TV, old fashioned thing covered in dust TV. in the corner. Oh, you've got the internet. He boasted. Internet yes. TV. All right. Um, <laughs> It, uh, a current affair came on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so sad I missed out on And it was like, you know, all the cliches were there, but then it was uh, this very un- this undercover uh, cam- undercover camera expose, oh. uh, which they have one a night, I think. Yeah. But this one was about seafood uh, in the supermarkets yeah. being from overseas. Okay. So they're saying these Morton Bay bugs, you would think – it mean Morton Bay bugs, they were from Morton Bay, but on inspection of the packet, it says made in Vietnam. Right. And I'm saying, <laughs> what's the story here? Because it's not like they're saying they're made in Australia. No. Right? They're not called, no, they're not called made in Australia. We Mo- yeah. make them in Australia. They said, oh, well, Morton Bay is a very famous part of uh, Queensland and uh, blah, 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 blah. But that it's just a, like. No, that is a bit of a stretch. Because if you, in this contemporary era, believe that when you go to the supermarket, like mm. I often think, because, you know, in the there's misleading and deceptive conduct, which is, the, yes. which is the legal thing that I think, which is how come, was it Coles or Woolworths, one of the two multi-bajillion multi dollar mm-hmm. monoliths um, got in trouble for was the bread. Remember the bread that they were saying was fresh uh, baked? Fresh and from it was, Ireland. It was from Ireland yeah. from 500 years ago and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Um, they that they got them under the on the misleading and deceptive conduct because people have a right to expect uh, certain things from their products. So if they're given a an expectation, if it's called fresh bread, baked fresh here, baked fresh here, yeah. you could almost argue in this day and age that if you believe <laughs> what it says on the packet, if you believe baked fresh, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. 
Like buyer beware. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yeah, but if, if all the information that you require is on the pack, yeah. if it's saying this is from Vietnam, yeah, yeah, yeah. these that's, things no, are from Vietnam. I'm really, I'm being, I'm being facetious anyway. No, I but think you it's, are. I think it's uh, just the way marketing can just, you know, like you can call something natural, mm-hmm. like, you know, natural confectionery company. Right. Like the healthy, the healthy lollies. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like no, you can just go see past it. You can actually. You know, the big one is just made from local and imported ingredients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were made kicking up ingredients. a stink about it, yeah. going, "Oh, these are uh, Aussie. They were called Aussie fish patties or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, made in Australia. Yeah. And then they turn over the box, made from local imported ingredients. Yeah. Great. So they. Imported the fish and then made the patties in Australia. <laughs> I still don't see where the big deception is. You know, like I do. I think that's. I think if you're calling it, if you're like you say, marketing something on the basis, they were made of, in Australia from local and imported ingredients. It doesn't get any clearer than that, Lauren Clark. Well, if you're going to be, you know, well, if you if you marketing, if you're going to sit passively and just consume no, well, without right. question, then you deserve to be eating imported most, fish. That's what most people do. Mm. And so that's what marketing depends on is what I was trying to get out of my brain. Well, it's about asking questions. Mm, not many people do that though. Well, who's, uh, whose fault is that? You but know? Yes, but if you know you're going to sit there like you say a that, zoomed out Well, you, you know, say that, nick. but then when I told you that there was an app called Shop Ethical and that you can go down to the shop and you can go, Right, out of all these four brands that are in front of me, mm. which one's the most ethical? You said so. It takes you four hours to do the shopping, and quite if rightly, you were to care about the ethical. Quite rightly, where do you draw the line? Mm. Like, you know, what what is? Do you go? Some of them are like orange. Remember, they're a red orange. Remember, and we did that app, and orange, every product I bought was green. I am a innately ethical shopper anyway. You bought four things and you've never All forgotten green. that. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I don't need an app to tell me what's right. Now, I've got to just ask you one final question. Yes. What of those two stories I told you that were on a current affair on Monday night? Hang on, there was the Morton Bay. The Morton Bay bugs that yeah. were made in Vietnam and the uh, fish. Australian-made fish patties yeah. with local important ingredients. They weren't two separate stories, surely. No, one story Got it. part okay. of the same Good. undercover yes. investigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh, would necessitate a uh, camera underneath the lady's <laughs> um, jacket on the back of a trolley for that story <laughs> with the wonky cam? As she yeah. shows them opening the freezer and pulling out the thing and going, and it says, made in Vietnam on the side. Where does the secret camera come in with that? Probably... Because, oh, no, but then if you're breaking the law. You know, like I was just thinking you'd, that you'd be asked to leave the... If you if you turned up and you were a film crew mm. and you turned up to a supermarket, they'd surely get you out. Right. But why did it need to be in a supermarket? Why didn't they sit down at a kitchen just bought the, Because they just bought go, the products and then just said, okay, let's have a look at these. That's it. Mm. No, it's because they want to go dun, 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 dun. And there was a lot of dun, Again, dun, dun, marketing. Dun. Mm. It's the same thing. It's designed oh, yeah. to make you go... Um, oh, we are being swindled. We are oh, being wow. screwed here. Yeah. Vietnamese. Vietnamese yeah. Morton Bay bugs. So there is too, there is that kind of nasty nationalism behind that too, isn't there? Well, if it's Aussie made, why isn't it made with Aussie fish? Yeah, that's right. Well, you can actually, you want Aussie made fish? You want sustainable fish? You're going to pay $15 a box, not that's the two ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, <laughs> where, where does it stop? Yeah. You know, <laughs> think about it. Anyway, how's your Wednesday going so far? <laughs> Good. Welcome to the middle of the week, everybody. Mm, hump day. 
Oh, we don't, do we? We How don't. Are you, are you allowed to eat today or are you... Uh, Wednesday is uh, part two of the five and two, but... Yes. This week is not technically a five-two week. It's just a six-one because um, I've got a few things on that. I like when you use technically when you're discussing a diet, Stu. It well, always well, I, fills me with hope. Well, you know what? There's dieting and then there's realism. And I am unable to uh, complete the task this week because I'm, I'm, I've got to be in and out. As you know, I travel a lot in this uh, wide brown land. Wide brown land, land. yeah. It's this red sand, uh, <laughs> sunburnt, metropolis, yeah. sunburnt thing. Yeah. And... Doesn't that sound bad? A sunburnt thing. Yes. Because, yes, it does. Because you don't know what that thing is. No. And sunburns is bad. You know, I I went to sunburns the big day out once and and gave myself three, three, third, third degree, degree burns. burns on my head. Did you really? And woke up the next day stuck to my pillow. Oh, stupid. <laughs> because I shaved <laughs> my head in the, the number one style. Oh no. And then didn't put. Um, oh. It was the first ever big day at that Melbourne, is so I was quite young. Horrifying, and I didn't put sunscreen in my head because I'd never heard of anything Were so you just ludicrous. A kid from the suburbs. I was just a kid from the suburbs, <laughs> just trying to find his way through, wondering what this alternative music was. Hey, yeah, something to go back to supermarkets that I noticed on a. I pulled up at the lights, and you know there was a bus stop, and on the bus stop there was an ad, and the no. ad was for Aldi liquor. Have you seen Aldi liquor ads? No. It said Aldi liquor. Don't knock it till you've tried it. And I thought, is there a lower bar in advertising? You know, like... Well, haven't you noticed what Aldi are doing, though? They are setting the bar low. They get, they're actually... They've got, like, uh, two friends. And my friend said, I'm going to shop at Aldi. And I'd never shop at Aldi, but I said I'd give ah. it a go for a week and I tried all their products and I ate all their Aldi food and I saved myself 70 bucks and I love it. I love this product. It's so and it's from Aldi. You know, it's that whole so they've got how very un McDonald's and all that. They've gone the underdog thing. Yeah, again, marketing. Well, the the perception would say. Well, their their research would say to them, hey, a lot of people perceive your products to be some sort of weird stuff we've never heard of before. <laughs> You've got to let them know that it's different packaging, same food. Have you ever seen that? I'm going to get the nationality wrong, which is hugely offensive. Mm. Uh, Irish, I think. Oh, Scottish. You say Irish. Uh, person doing singing the song about Aldi, about how he went to Scottish. His his wife was crook, so she couldn't go to the shops. Like you know, we're talking unreconstructed old man in pub singing song yeah. thing, and so he had to go. And he was like, "Cool, I got this. How hard can it be?" And he went to Aldi and he came back with like a boat <laughs> and like <laughs> four bananas and a. Anyway, but it's a song. Mm. I'll try and find it and okay. link to it because it's. It's hilarious. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, Aldi is like that. Aldi is the weird, random stuff. It's, shop. Not, it's got nice stuff. And in fact, the cheese. Apparently, the cheese is made in the same factory as every other cheese, and they just slip a different biscuit on top of it. Well, cover. Oh. Yeah. Have you? Have you? Oh. Have you got friends? I do who swear by I've Aldi got liquor. Um, well, you know, uh, there's one from Aldi. It's ten bucks. Gabrielle Poy, our uh, wine judge friend, what? Will often text and say, just so you know, Aldi have some French bubbles at the moment at eight or ten dollars a bottle because the wine people talk. They know. I know. I know. I know. But how does Aldi work? It must work that they just go, "What's cheap to import this week?" And then that's in the shop. Is that how come it's such I a would weird? Think so. Yeah, I would think of it's not customer driven. It's no, import no, it, export driven or something. It would be mass. I have no background on this, but just from working in cheese wholesaling, 
Um, <laughs> Working in wholesale eating of cheese. No, no, before I was, <laughs> yes. before I was a freelancer, I, uh, I did work for companies as well. Yes. You know, like I had normal jobs. Yeah. Um, but freelancing is where my heart was always oh my God. headed. And, um, Imagine if I'd gone on like this about being a freelancer for the years that you've known me. Well, in the years you've known me, I've been a company man. Mm. A small businessman, yeah. now a freelancer. <laughs> I know, it's true. <laughs> it's ridiculous. A volunteer at one point. Volunteer. So you've done the whole. You've done the whole. Yeah, I want to taste every bit of torture there is. Yeah. Before, <laughs> before I retire. Then so, uh, yeah. Then I reckon they just buy bulk lots. Mm. So they they they'll pick up something. They buy so much of something. Yeah. Uh, but how do they pick? It must be that that particular champagne that. That that's in this week mm. is like super cheap for them to import this week. Do you know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't they not yeah, always well, have that? Well, yeah, no, because there's not a limitless supply of everything on, on the planet either, is there? No. And they probably they'd, they'd get suppliers contact them and say, "We have a full <laughs> warehouse of the salami." <laughs> for instance, that's the salami guy. He rings up. I like Hello, this is Aldi. I have the salami. <laughs> and uh, they go, all right, uh, Fritz, uh, we're going to give you yeah. 10 cents a salami. Yeah. You're killing me on the margins. <laughs> <laughs> this is an excellent... Mm. Well, this is how Aldi does business. So just in case anyone was wondering, <laughs> Fritz rings up, Aldi crushes him with a prize. Fritz, you know, he always moans and carries on, but he sells the salami at the price because there's so much of it. Yes. And then we, the consumer, mm. receive a decent price at the other end. That's how they sell, probably on price. Yeah. And, but uh, as we saw this week, earlier this week, maybe on the weekend, Aldi, was it Aldi? I think it was selling their frozen lasagnas and something else imported from the UK, supposedly beef, up to 100% horse meat. So right. not that horse meat's going to kill you, no. but if you're buying a beef lasagna, you want to make sure it's a cow. Yeah. You know? Uh, so I don't know. The it, it, it look, Aldi aren't the good guys. No one's no, the no, good no. guys. No, absolutely. They just got different stuff and different packaging that we never heard of before. I know, but it is just an obvious, obviously different model. A lot of short date stuff too. So if you have got sauces and stuff, if you're a, a wholesaler oh. and you've got fifty pallets of right? chili sauce, it's going to go in two months. Hmm. You'll hopefully be able to offload to them, and they'll sell it at a dollar a bottle in their shops. And you'll get something for it rather than having to junk it. It's interesting. I wonder if that approach of, you know, don't knock it till you try it, you know, everyone's, we're the underdogs mm. thing. I wonder if in 10 or 15 or 20 years, they just have to put their logo somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wonder if, or, or it's a positive message. It's like, get down to Aldi. You know what I mean? Like, they can't be the underdogs forever. They won't be, though. And... It's yeah. amazing they've been able to penetrate the market in such a fashion. It just shows how much uh, cash they've got behind them. Mm. You know, if uh, Stan, uh, the grocery man, tried, he'd be he'd be crushed into a million pieces by the the big chain. I can't remember the name of that book that I read about the big uh, supermarkets. Remember, and I interviewed the author Max. Yeah. Oh, Smythe. God, no. I have completely forgotten everything Pilkington. about it. It's all got on my mind, but I'll put up a link to it. It's really interesting because it talks about all that stuff. Mm. Uh, it's it's hugely depressing, by the way, if you want to get really depressed about how come. And, and you know how uh, I think it was a, a few years ago you, you we noticed mm. that your corner store is now 
was was dwindling away. There are hardly any corner stores left, aren't there? No. The milk they're bar. Now, they're now, yeah. We never call them corner stores, if you don't mind. No, no. Bodegas but, or milk bars? Bodegas? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just anyway, like, the point in a is, New Yorker. Unless you have, mm. uh, you, you know, turned it into a cafe. You have to diversify. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, well, I mean, why would you go to a milk bar? Because it's on the corner. You know, if but it's on if the they corner. If they put a 7-Eleven on every corner as well, then well, that's it. it's just a bright, trouble. brighter corner. Yeah. That's, a pro- that's the problem. And, you know, who owns 7-Elevens? People that don't like to necessarily pay their staff in a correct manner. There's no families. You know, there are some, I'm sure, but, you know, there's, there's it's just taking away the community. I know. It's not the kids behind the jump. I will not be mocked for shopping off the grid at markets and things. Is that a T-shirt? I will not be mocked. I will not be mocked. Who's your guy? Hello, hands. No, Fritz. Fritz. (laughs) Stupid. Stuart, we have uh, had – well, but sorry, what's in my phone what is the name of this illustrious segment. Oh Stuart, Longest-running segment this show has ever maintained. Yeah, only segment? No, no. no we, stupidly Bins. Stupidly Bins was R.I.P. completely – Obliterated by angry listeners. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was terrible. I still get the occasional mention. Oh, I love Stupidly Bins. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so Thomas Caldwell's been in touch. TC. TC. Uh, very – very solid friend of the show. You should plug his website in case anyone doesn't know. Photoscave.com, is it? Everybody knows Thomas Caldwell. Film critic, man yeah. about town. Yes. And a bit of a dashing debonair. If you go to his Facebook page, dashing debonair. I mean, honestly, if it doesn't say that on his, um, on business, his card. business card, I don't know what he's doing. He's wasting his time. Oh. Anyway, he has been in contact. I can imagine him fencing. Oh, he's, he'd be great. And not putting up it. fences. No, no, no. Hmm. No, no. Absolutely. He would take the original word of freelancer that we were discussing yes. earlier in the week. He would be quite good at that, I imagine. Fencing. Sort of fencing on an independent basis. You know? Right. Um, <laughs> being a, so he wouldn't fence for a country. No, no. He wouldn't He'd fence. He'd fence for a lady's affection. That's it. Mm. That's it. Anyway, he uh, – what were we talking – why are we crapping on about him? Oh, yes, because he emailed us. Oh, he got in touch. He somehow got in touch with us. Very one of our One of our many ways of getting mm. in touch with us. And he said – he directed us to a video of uh, the Boston accent because he Boston said – Boston accent? Because he, oh, wow, that was bad. <laughs> that was super bad. Well – But it was – it's very good. I'll put up a link to it. Yes. And, you know, where everybody always mocks me – well, everybody being you and now all and the, the listeners, listeners. – for mentioning that I that I <coughs> lived in Boston Ding. one time. Anyway, <laughs> and he he has brought this to my attention. Can we just like the Big Bash League or the cricket? Every mm. time you mention Boston, can we should we have to donate five dollars to charity? <laughs> <laughs> Who are we going to make really rich? Uh, the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre. Sounds good. Anyway, so he has sent us this link, mm. and it is. Uh, it's a movie, you know, it's a preview of a movie. It's a f- like a fake yeah, promo thing. That's right. right. And I think you just look out for, if you're going to watch this, look out for the English person doing the bad Boston accent because that is oh. definitely the highlight for me. Thank you, Thomas. Stuart, yes, thank you, Thomas. Uh, lovely to have you um, getting in touch. And Stuart, Yo. we will see you tomorrow. No doubt. Uh, if people do want to get in touch with us, they can go to Facebook, Twitter, 
and our website. We are stupidly big in all of those things. Can I mention as well, T-shirts, yes. the new batch have arrived. We've got a full complement of sizes now. Oh, great. So hit us up at uh, stupidlybig.com. I think there may even be a little web store. We will put something up if that happens. We will draw people's attention to it. Yeah. Um, Stuart. Yes, girl. See you tomorrow. All right. And uh, uh, what is it? We're Wednesday. See, this week's confusing because of that Tuesday business. Uh, yeah, no. Are we going to do a show Friday? Oh, you got to try and back out of Friday now. I'm fine for your way. Oh, yeah. We'll work it out. We'll oh, be right. right. We'll see how we go. Uh, either way, will I see you tomorrow? Can you commit to that? I will commit 110% to that. As a freelancer, I make my own rules. <laughs> yes, okay. And one of those rules is I'm not turning up on Friday. See you tomorrow, Stu. See you, Bye-bye.